Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's GEICO. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, GEICO. Go to GEICO.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of GEICO for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man. Yeah, that was pretty dark. It was. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is Dan Patrick. Uh, welcome to the program. Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. There's one stat that stands out above all of the stats with Joe Burrow, and there are quite a few stats because you can make the case it's the greatest season a college quarterback has ever turned in. Joe Burrow threw 60 passes, touchdown passes this season. That is one more than LSU's quarterbacks had over the four previous seasons combined. So he threw 60. The four previous seasons, quarterbacks combined to throw 59. Also has uh, the record for uh, most touchdowns in a season with you running for five and then throwing for 60. And uh, LSU was uh, the better team last night, rolling over Clemson 42-25. We had our poll question in the first hour, and I asked if you were the Bengals, who would you take? If Trevor Lawrence was eligible to go into the draft right now, would you take Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? Those results, McLovin? 65% wanted Joe Burrow. Okay. Now, if Trevor Lawrence had won that game last night and threw for five touchdown passes, then it would probably be flipped and it would be Trevor Lawrence. The poll question from last hour, McLovin. Okay. Uh, was MLB's punishment for the Astros too harsh, not harsh enough, or appropriate? 49% say appropriate, 40% say not harsh enough, and 9% say too harsh. All right, uh, Jim Crane is the owner of the Astros. He was asked about, does this taint their World Series victory? Jim, does this taint the uh, World Series championship, and what do, you, what do you say to the fans right now? Well, um, I, I think absolutely not. I think, you know, we've had a very good team for a number of years before 17. Uh, we were turning the corner, 18-19. Uh, we have a very good team on the field this year. You know, I think we'll have a great season. Got a lot of, lot of great players still. I, I don't think it taints it. Well, he's got to say that, but he knows deep down this does taint it. It does. And you fire your manager, you fire your GM, uh, what kind of legal recourse will they have? Will they sue Major League Baseball? You know, you don't have a union for managers and GMs. Because if this were players involved in this, then players would have that union sticking up for them. You don't have that with the Astros. And get ready for the Red Sox, because baseball's coming after them as well. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners, BR Live, and also audience, channel 239 Direct TV. By the way, go to the DP Show app or danpatrick.com. New t-shirts there. We got our uh, yellow weasel Aaron Rodgers t-shirt available. And also, uh, we still have a few calendars there. 
that are on sale. We uh, sent out almost 2,500 of those calendars. You can go to danpatrick.com, the Dan Patrick app, or we also have the Patrick Mahomes T-shirt as well. What's up, Mahomes? What's up, Gus in Los Angeles, who joins us this morning? Hi, Gus. Good morning, Mr. DP. How you doing? Um, I'm calling for the whatever you want to call it, the punishment for the Houston Astros. It MLB botched it. They gave them a penalty, and they kind of like self-discipline themselves. They're like, uh, you know what? We we you know we like what you gave us, but we're going to give a more stricter one because we realize that that's too light for what actually happened. Another thing is that. I want to see players brought to justice for this. Now, you said that about the union and all this and that. I get that. Yeah. But everything I'm reading is saying player-driven scheme. This is a player-driven scheme. Okay. If it's a player-driven scheme, then why is it that A.J. Hinch and the GM have only been brought, you know, you know, and then the owner's like, oh, no, this doesn't taint it. Really, Bell? We'll see how many of your players from that roster get into Cooperstown. Because what your players did – is worse than taking steroids because I will put Roger Clemens in Cooperstown before I put what's the name of the little one in Houston? Altuve. Uh, uh, yeah, Altuve. <laughs> I will put Roger Clemens before that because what they did was just you 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 had the strongest competitive advantage. You knew what the pitcher was going to throw. There's no way around it. And this was just look. Yes, I'm a Dodger fan. I'm not saying to to late to get us a championship. Vacated. Because if this was the Olympics, that's what they do. They, you know, they vacate the like the medal in college, take like take it away. You know, this is one of the most disgusting displays of punishment that I've ever seen. It's like if a college class got caught cheating on their midterms, and the professor and dean get fired, and the and like the students just walk out with their degrees. Hey, we're good. Pathetic. That's all in my two cents. You boys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. Cheer up. It feels like the players got immunity here, which I don't understand, but it feels like if you're like, what do you do? Suspend the entire Astros. And then what do you do? You know, is it a death penalty for the Astros uh, that you suspend everybody for a year who's on the roster? I just don't, I don't, it would be difficult to have a witch hunt like that. Now I'm sure that the commissioner has an idea, you know, who are the ringleaders here? And if you want to vacate that title, I'm fine with that. But, I, you know, Bill Plasky wrote a column in the L.A. Times, and he's playing to the home crowd here and saying the Dodgers should get that. That's not how it works when you vacate. When Reggie Bush had to give back his Heisman, Vince Young didn't step up and go, hey, can I give my Heisman speech? Now, some of us thought that Vince Young should have gotten the award if that was the case, but you, you vacate it. You don't pass it on to somebody else. And as much as the Dodgers feel like they got – you know, screwed here, or the Yankees feel like that. If you want to vacate it, vacate it. I Send a message. And the reason why the Astros got this punishment, and, and I, I don't think it was as strong as I thought it was going to be. Now, you might say, boy, that's a lot of money and draft picks, and but they didn't fire the manager and the GM. The Astros fired the manager and the GM. If, if I'm Major League Baseball, and you knew that there was this type of cheating, I would have given you a lifetime ban. Because you had been warned a year earlier that baseball was not going to tolerate this. And then you go and do it. And if you have a manager who said, look, I knew they were doing it. I tried to stop it. I didn't do enough to stop it. You're the manager. 
The manager says, we're not doing this anymore. There will not be a monitor here. I can't be a part of this. This is not who I am. This is not how we play. Okay, did he destroy two monitors? Okay, and then who put the monitor up then after that? Doesn't he have any power in the locker room to say, guys, we can't do this. We're better than this. We got a we got Hall of Famers on this roster. We don't cheat. But you can't tell me, I knew what they were doing. I didn't do enough to stop it. I, that, that doesn't fly with me. And then a GM who says, hey, I didn't know anything about it. Okay. But I still think that there's going to be some more details that come out about this. And then, you know, our players singled out. You know, do we find out that this particular at-bat, this particular home run, that was driven by cheating? And was it in the World Series? Was it in a big moment? I don't think, I don't think the commissioner revisits this. But then it'll be up to, you know, baseball to just attach an asterisk by this with the Astros, which they will. Yeah, Paul. There is some history of a winner in a sport being stripped and the second-place winner getting the award. 1988, Ben Johnson beat Carl Lewis mm. in the 100-meter finals. Three days later, Ben Johnson tested positive for steroids. His medal was stripped from him, and it was awarded both physically and in every sense of the word to Carl Lewis. And Carl Lewis actually was given the new Olympic record for his 100-meter dash. But that was only three days. It wasn't three years. They, had th- they, had, they could rectify that. Both, both men were still on the property. Carl Lewis was still in the building, and he could get his award. You know, if, if they found out the, you know, that the team cheats three years later, it's much more difficult. Uh, Reggie Bush was many years later. Yes, he And it seems like things where it's a race, it's so much more straightforward. Yeah. Like whoever came in second, all right, you still came in second. With baseball or football, basketball, there's so many different variables about you don't really know. Maybe the Astros still would have won if they weren't cheating. You know, you really have no idea. But in a race, it's who's in first, who's in second. And that's why I can't just give it to the Dodgers. I would just leave it empty and let people ask about this and remind people about this, about cheating. There's a certain element to cheating that we're okay with. But if you're going to use Apple Watches, you're going to use cameras in the center field, you're going to be, you know, almost spying. Like, this is clandestine. And then you're going to, you know, there were, there were things where you'd step off second base and how you stepped off second base. You know, it wasn't just banging the drum. I still think the commissioner should have used a drum to hand out the punishments. And you're going to lose one first-round bat- draft pick. Boom. Two first-round draft Boom. One-year suspension, boom. That will be entertaining. <laughs> Who would not love that other than Astro-related people? How do you feel as an Astro fan? I think they got what they deserved. and so I, I really like A.J. Hinch, and that's great that the Astros finally, finally won a World Series after all these years. But based on everything that came out... Uh, Is it tainted? Yes. Should there be an asterisk by this? Yes. Should it be vacated? No. I know those sound contradictory. I, maybe it's more like I don't think they will... Um, it, it's, you know, you can't turn, you don't know what would have happened or what wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't strip them of the title, but the very fact that a lot of people around baseball and in sports in general are going to see that as a tainted title and that, you know, you they're already know, making shirts that say Houston asterisks and everything. Todd, you, you said them, it used to be us. You would say us. With we, the we, we got the punishment we deserve, but okay. we should All still right. be. The it felt champion. like you were moving on quickly <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm still an Astro fan. I'm very disappointed. Like, like them. Them cheaters, yeah, Paul. Todd, which bothers you more, that your Houston Astros are rampant cheaters or that you didn't think of Houston asterisks 
first before someone else on the internet. Definitely that I didn't think of the Houston Astros. I know. I'm pretty bummed about it. Damn, that's funny. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Here's a tweet. Uh, Baseball punishment of the Astros, not nearly enough. It paves the way for future cheating. The organization firing the manager GM helps, but a more severe punishment was needed. Teams still consider these uh, cheating with uh, light punishment there. Yes, Eden. Yeah, really bummed about that asterisk thing. <laughs> Such a good one. It is so obvious. Yeah. Sometimes it's right there in front yeah, of you, and you just don't man, you just don't see it. And Todd usually sees what's right there in front of him. And actually, if Todd had said it, he probably would have ignored it. <laughs> or made fun of it. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. That is true. It's entirely possible. Oh, that's extremely accurate. That's so corny. Yes, McLovin. So I jump on bandwagons, but Todd's Astros fandom is the weakest thing here. He didn't never watch an Astros game until they were in the playoffs. He doesn't know anybody who played there after 1989. Yeah. I know the uh, 86 Astros. I was very big uh, very big on the Astros in the mid to late 80s and uh, late 70s. You know, still, uh, I still follow them. I'm not as crazy a fan as I was. but uh, I, Now I that they're great, now that they're great you're off. But at least he's consistent. He's just an Astros fan. He's not <laughs> like, you know, I'm a fan of 15 different teams all playing the same sport. And I'm not a front runner where I wear like an LSU attire the day after with an Astro. Yeah, I just noticed that. Too. <laughs> That's kind of weird. By the way, the coaching Somebody staff... would have walked in with Clemson gear on, though, if uh, they had won, too. Uh, the, the coaching staff with LSU reached out to us at the start of the season and said, I don't see any LSU gear in there. And Mario uh, got back with one of the assistant coaches and said, well, we don't have any gear. He said, I'm going to change that. And he sent us the LSU helmet, and then he sent us all of those shirts. All of the LSU gear came from one of the assistant coaches who watches every morning. And uh, so Fritzy, of course, pulled out the LSU shirt. Yes, Paul. You ever been down there for a home game? No, LSU? no. You have to work up to that. Like if you're it's a, a night game. Yeah, if you're a young person in our country, you don't go to LSU night game as your first college football experience because that will ruin a lot of other you go to like a nice Boston college game first, then you work up to maybe like Wisconsin, you know, big time Camp Randall, and then you go mm. maybe to the SEC. Here is uh, Ed O talking about how great his football team after last night's win. My focus has been one game at a time, one day at a time. Our guys did a tremendous job. Uh, now I think that, you know, uh, this team is going to be mentioned as one of the greatest teams in college football history, 15 and 0. One of the greatest teams in LSU history, so I've led by some of the greatest players. Uh, give them all the credit. But, you know, that's for you guys to decide. We're national champs. Well, we're 15-0. and 0. Whether we mention it, one of the greatest teams or not, that doesn't matter to me. Uh, I think that we're going to get to work. We'll go to class on Wednesday. We'll start working on next year. Yeah, I think we will remember Joe Burrow and put him higher on the all-time list of quarterbacks than maybe we will with the LSU team itself. And I think we're missing out on that. LSU answered every question you had. But you start to look at Joe Burrow, and the numbers are so gaudy that you can't help but go, is this the greatest season a quarterback has ever turned in? We've had great teams. Uh, You've had dominating teams, whether offense or defense or both. You've had undefeated seasons. But this is one of those, you know, seasons where we just don't see this, where you put up those numbers, you win big games. I think if you look at Burrow in his last three games, McLovin, I think he threw 18 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Yeah, right. But, I mean, it's clearly a system in Joe Brady. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Joe Brady, the, uh, they took him from the Saints and then brought him in as the quarterback's coach. I'm going to guess, I don't know when you start to talk about your pay raise, but I think he's being looked at as uh, offensive coordinator. 
Well, the Bengals should sure as heck call him. That would be nice. That would be nice. I actually was trying to make the Joe Burrow uh, system argument. Then he broke like three tackles on the second play of the game and threw the ball accurately 45 yards. No system could do that. That's crazy. All right, a couple of phone calls, and Reggie Miller will join us uh, shortly. Are the Lakers open for business trading players like Kyle Kuzma? It certainly sounds like that. Pete in North Carolina. Hi, Pete. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, sir. What do you have? All right, so Stephen Sons has been a part of baseball since day one. Yeah, but not with modern technology. You can't be using cameras and uh, Apple, you know, watches. What do you mean you can't be? Why not? Because there's a rule against it's, it. So if a player is on second, and let's say they're no, you can do that. You can do that. You can look in, and if the catcher is going to let you read it. They're doing it when nobody's on base. I mean, they're using a TV monitor there. Second base is fine. You want to steal something, you know, if you're on third base and you're able to look in, that's the human element, but not when you're using your Apple Watch or a camera. We'll take a break. Reggie Miller will join us coming up next here, Dan Patrick Show. Credible is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. What are some of the benefits of refinancing to a lower rate, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. You can save on interest or lower your monthly payment, sometimes both. You can also consolidate all your student loan bills in one place with a lower term, get debt-free faster. Now, here's why you should see these incredible things that they do. You see actual pre-qualified rates, whereas with some online marketplace, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check the rates. You just fill in some basic info like name and address. Most importantly, checking rates don't impact your credit. They're so confident they have the best rates, they'll give you $200 if you close the loan with a better rate elsewhere. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. Visit Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-N. And when you close the loan via Credible, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that is Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance now and start saving. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Get some more phone calls coming up. He's uh, Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, Turner Sports NBA analyst, and he'll be on the call coming up Thursday night at 10.30 Eastern. The Nuggets and the Warriors, along with uh, Kevin Harlan, who I believe won the Sportscaster of the Year Award again, I think, and uh, Ali LaForce. So uh, Reg will be on the call of that game on Thursday night. Good morning, Reg. Did you watch the national title game? I did, and yes, that's believe back-to-back years for my colleague and uh, one of my good friends, Kevin Harlan, to win back-to-back Sportscaster of the Year. So it's awesome for him and his family. Yeah, good stuff. What did you uh, take away from the national title? Well, number one, Joe Burrow is good. <laughs> Joe Burrow is really good. I this mean, just in, Reggie Miller right? says Joe Burrow is good. No, no. I mean, but... Because here, what I'm reading is who had the the better season. Cam Newton, I believe, in was that 2014 or 15, when his Auburn Tigers went undefeated and he won the Heisman, or Joe Burrow this particular year. 
and Cam was fantastic, and that Auburn team, fantastic. But it just seemed that Joe Burrow and this LSU Tigers, what was interesting was I always love to hear what your teammates have to say for you. Now, obviously, they're going to say nice things, but to hear the cornerbacks, to hear the the linebackers, to hear, obviously, the receivers, how much admiration and respect and how hard they say this young man works, this dude is good. This dude is good. <laughs> but there's something about that confidence. I, I don't know if it's arrogance or cocky, but he certainly knows that he's good. You, you could get that sense that it's almost controlled swag on his part. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And, and, and especially if you direct it the right way. As long as you work hard and you prepare and at times beat over, I don't care how cocky you are. I don't care how you strut. Are you getting the job done? That's the bottom line. Are you getting the job done? But when you started to do it, when you see guys who are confident on a basketball floor, um, at what point did you go, this is, I can show this person, I can be this guy? Because you have to live up to that then every single night after that. You do. And, again, I, I know how much uh, blood, sweat, tears I put into my practice regime. So I wasn't worried about what people thought of me on the court because I was only doing my job. My job was to win ball games, score points, and antagonize you, all right? Not everyone can wear the white hat, and I think Joe Burrow understands that. There's some guys that got to wear the black hat, Theodore. Yeah. And I think and as, as confident and at times borderline cocky Joe Burrow is, I will take that. I want confident young men. But when did you decide that you could wear the black hat and that you had the opposition, the fans, or did did the media give it to you? I don't don't know if you consciously said, hey, I'm okay with being the bad guy. Uh, I think I was always okay. I think, you know, growing up in the shadow of my sister, it kind of evolved in itself, you know, always being, you know, Cheryl Miller's little brother and – um, you know, in high school, going on opposing roads and hearing the crowd. So you kind of, I kind of morphed into that a little bit, hmm. and it kind of stuck with me at UCLA, having somewhat of a bad reputation, and then you know, you know, growing up with Michael Cooper and Magic as the guys that said, no, 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 dude, do it this way. And I was like, oh, really? I can do it this way? And like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, here it is. Yeah, but then you, and then you know, you're not going to be. Didn't you want to be liked? When you're playing in the age, you know, people, you know, say, when you're playing with Michael in the era of Michael Jordan and Joe Dumars, those guys were beloved, well-loved, well-liked. That that just wasn't me. I, I didn't care. Basically, I didn't care, really. I didn't care if you liked him or not. All I cared about, did the Indiana faithful love me, which I hope they did and respected the way I played. That's all that mattered. Did my teammates respect what I did each and every night? That's all. That's all I cared about. But it feels like there are very few players nowadays. Like Draymond Green doesn't care if you like him or not. But it feels like most players want to be liked. Well, part of this is the AAU because you're switching teams every week to form super teams. So everyone is buddy-buddy and, you know, let's go to dinner and let's talk about this. It, You know, we didn't have AAU. The AAU generation wasn't part of – you know, my upbringing. And social media, so, too. 
and social media, and and you you can kind of you know this very well, Theodore. How did we know about players back east or in the south? It was that five on five Street and Smith magazine, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, that's you. You would get that magazine and you would look at the rankings and you'd be like, <laughs> "Wait a minute, are you kidding me? Who is this? Who is Reggie Williams? Who is Reggie Lewis?" Who is Joe? I mean, that's what I used to do. Like, and that's the disdain I used to kind of grow up with. Like, who's ranking these guys? Who who gets invited to these, you know, Gar, Garfunkel camps in Philadelphia? Who gets invited to those things? So that's where the chip kind of evolved for me. Like, why are they thinking those guys are better than me? Talking to Reggie Miller, Hall of Famer, Thursday night. He's got Nuggets and the Warriors. Um, can you explain this Kevin Durant, Kendrick Perkins beef? I can't, other than the fact that um, I think both sides are somewhat right. Um, I, I think basketball purists will probably look at KD and be like, dude, you had, the, you had that same team down 3-1 and a chance to go into the finals and lost, and then you join them next year. I, I think basketball purists think that. But on the flip side, we in the media, uh, I don't because I'm part of the thing that never won a championship – I don't know if you are, Theodore, but everyone talks about championships, championships, championships. The guy is never great until they win a championship. So what is KD supposed to do, right? Is he going to stay in OKC and battle the Warriors all the time and and maybe win a championship or join them and win back-to-back, be finals MVP back-to-back and had a chance to win three in a row? And now he's in the discussion and being part of that Mount Rushmore. Is it championships or do you want guys to be loyal? Right, because if he's loyal and doesn't win a championship, at the end of the day, the media says, "Well, you didn't win a championship. You were MVP of the league, but you couldn't win a championship. So you can't have it both ways, people." Well, we did that to LeBron. The media drove him out of Cleveland because we kept saying, "Yeah, you call yourself the king and the chosen right, one." And yeah, right, so then right. he goes to Miami, and then you know he gets beat up because oh, you had to go join Dwayne Wade. And uh, Chris Bosh. And, and then once he won a couple of titles, then he was able and to go back. He learned how to win. Right. Yeah. He learned how to win from Dwayne Wade. Right. He understood how to win and came back and corrected the situation, correct, by winning a championship in Cleveland, which seems like two or three to me when you win in a small market like that. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, have you seen uh, Kevin uh, Garnett's acting skills in Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler? I did. I liked it. I, I liked it. I mean, obviously he was playing Kevin Garnett. Yeah, he didn't act. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I loved the movie. I saw it over the holiday. I, you know, I texted him and told him I was going to contribute to the fund. And uh, I liked it. KG was, I've always been a, he was pretty I've good. always been a big KG fan. It's good. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you're, you're boy Sandler because you're in every – wait a minute. Hold on. You weren't in this movie because you're in every Sandler movie. I, Wait a minute! That's what was missing! Theodore! Oh, I, I know why you weren't in it. Because it really wasn't a comedy. This is yeah, more of a... Yeah, seriously. Yes, you're in all the, the Sandler comedy. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. And and plus, I can't work with KG. You know, it's just... Uh, we, we, we're we just different actors. I'm more <laughs> able to work with Chris Webber than I am with KG. <laughs> <laughs> why, are you, why are you starting just that? Just joking, just joking. Oh, no, by the way. Sandler, uh, Sandler was fantastic. I, I think KG was great, being KG, obviously. Because if you know KG and you know his mannerisms, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you appreciate that. So him being KG on full effect for everyone to see was great. Did you see Zion nearly fall asleep on the bench? I did. And it was funny as they did a side-by-side because I don't know if you've seen the Charles Barkley falling asleep in the studio thing. (laughs) (laughs) They put them side-by-side, and it was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Hey, if if I'm Zion, I'm almost falling asleep too. I'm tired. I want to play, and from what we're hearing, what, this Thursday? Possibly? He's 19. How can you be tired? You're not even playing. I want to play. So maybe this <laughs> Thursday we see the unveiling of Mount Zion. <laughs> maybe. I'm tired. I want to play. Do you know something about if Zion, when Zion coming back? I, I Look, they're saying he's getting close. Maybe, maybe this Thursday versus Utah. All right. You don't think so? I don't know. I, it sounds like you may know something, and you're no, you're just hinting I, I know at it. Just as, I know just as much as you okay. know. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, James Harden versus Ja Morant tonight, which might be a little spicy. Uh, <laughs> Reggie, you know that Harden's going to get 75 in a game this year. I, I don't know about this year, but if they don't change the rules, at some point in his career, he's going to – He's going to get the seventy plus mark. He's not going to get to. He might not get to eighty one. He might not get to Kobe territory. But if if you take, 30, he's going to get to seventy plus. I agree. Yeah. Right. He, he's going to get to seventy plus. I don't know about this season, but in the next couple of years, James Harden will get seventy plus points in a game. Is he a Hall of Famer right now? He, yes. One time MVP. Mm-hmm. He's been runner up MVP. What? Three times? Two times? I think two. Um, Seven-time All-Star. Seven-time Marshall, scoring leader. Yes, he's he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Chris Paul, first ballot Hall of Famer. Russell Westbrook, first ballot Hall of Famer. Would the Rockets be better with Chris Paul? Uh... I think OKC is better with Chris oh. Paul. Hey, they've been they've been one of the surprising teams, but that's not what I asked, Greg. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to reserve judgment until I see how they perform come playoff time, because I think Brody will elevate his game come NBA playoff time. But I'm reserving judgment because we all know we've seen this movie before. <laughs> Fabulous regular season, right? Off the number charts for James Harden, but come playoff time, second round, possibly third round exit, so I'll reserve judgment. L.A. Times had an article, Lakers GM Rob Polinka prepared to trade anyone on the roster except Anthony Davis and LeBron James if it means filling a gap the Lakers need in order to win a championship, according to a person familiar with his thinking. So what is the gap? What do the Lakers need? If, if I'm the Lakers, I would probably because you're you're pretty solid at that center position with McGee and Howard. Um, the question will be maybe maybe point guard if you want to give LeBron a little bit of rest, but he's leading the league in assists. Um, look, the dude they have what 37 wins, 35 and seven. They seem to be I doing mean, okay unless they. I, I thank you, Rob. Like, what gap do you want them to 35 and seven? Unless they're looking at a matchup come postseason, like everybody would always gear up because they knew they're facing the Patriots. So how do we gear up our team to face the Patriots? It 
And unless the Lakers, yeah, see, here's the thing: I think everyone's gearing up to defend AD and LeBron. Why are we? Why are we counteracting? Why are we counter jabbing? We're the Lakers. We're 35 and seven. What gap do we need to fill? Unless you just want to, you know, get rid of Kuzma and get some pieces back or some draft picks. The Lakers are stacked. People may not like their roster, but I like the experience they have. Dudley, Rondo, McGee has won a championship up in Golden State. Howard has something to prove, so I, I want players that have that want to, you know, go out and you know prove people wrong. The Lakers are stacked. I, I wouldn't do something drastically to alter this this lineup being 35 and seven and having the best record out west. I saw this story, and maybe you could find out more when you do the the Warriors game against the Nuggets Thursday night. Would you swap, if you're Philadelphia, would you swap Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell? No. We don't don't have to say it that loud. Well, I I think Simmons has a chance to be, again, not on par with – the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, but he has that skill set where he can control a game in terms of points, rebounds, and assists. He has to work on his shooting, obviously, um, dramatically. But between him and Embiid, you've got two generational players on that Sixers team. So absolutely not would I trade D'Angelo for for Ben Simmons. Oh, that would be great for the Warriors. I'm sure it's yeah. coming from the Warriors camp. <laughs> yeah, they do that in a heartbeat. D'Angelo Russell is, is a pretty good pro. I mean, he's he's not one of those he can dominate a game like Ben can in a variety of ways except for shooting. But I, do, I wish I could have seen him with Clay and with Steph. Now, I think Steph may be coming back in March. Maybe, maybe not. But I would love to have seen him with those two and Draymond Green just to kind of see, you know, how he performs. But him being out there is kind of like him being in in Brooklyn last year. You know, it's him and, you know, a lot of isolation, high screening roles, and, you know, go one-on-one. Would you, if you're Kevin Durant, would you even hint at coming back this year? Hadn't he learned from what happened at Golden State? Like, don't put any pressure. There's no upside on this. No, there's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't care either. if we finish in the seventh or eighth seed to face uh, Giannis. If you finish in eighth, absolutely not. Seven, you're probably getting either Boston or Miami. Yeah. Still, I. But why would Steph Curry come back? It's a broken hand versus okay an Achilles. That's a, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yes. And can I just say one thing before I go? Yes. Because you and I, we, you and I both love baseball, and you know I'm the biggest Who fan. Okay. California Angels, yes. right? Yes. Los Angeles Angels of oh, Anaheim. I thought, you were, you, I thought you were a fan of the band, the Who, and I was going to go, oh, Roger no, Colton. No, okay, I'm a big right, fan right, of okay, right. the Angels, okay. right? You know that. Yes, you know okay, this. Okay. But I will say this. The Dodgers, since they cannot comment from Major League Baseball, they got screwed in 2017. After knowing what we know now, and I think to a certain extent, so did the Yankees. That is, that's unbelievable, seriously. And I know not all teams, I know all teams steal signs, but they just got caught, right? 
Yeah, but I can't give it to the Dodgers. I would vacate the title if I was going to do anything. No, I'm not telling. I'm not telling you give it to the Dodgers because the Yankees vacate. got screwed before the Dodgers did. Right. I know. I would vacate the title. Okay. You can't give it to the Dodgers because they lost it on the field, but. 2017 should be open, and the reason why it's open is because the Astros got caught cheating. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they got caught cheating. I'm, I'm, if baseball came down, I thought that they could have come down even harder. But uh, they should. If the maximum was five million, that should have been ten million. And I know you can't penalize players. Core is going to get it. But look, I could have gone to Harvard if I would have known all the tests <laughs> and the questions on the SAT. <laughs> I could have gone to Harvard. Reggie, you could have gone to Harvard to play basketball. No. I'll, on a, academic. On an academic scholarship, <laughs> I was headed to Yale if I would have known all the answers to my SAT questions. I could have done that. Come on, Astros. How many would you have averaged at Harvard? Back in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 35, 40? Okay. All right. In the Ivy League? Come on, man. <laughs> McLovin is offended by it. Why, why are you bothered by Didn't that? Penn go to the Final Four. I would have been going guys like McLovin. Think about that. <laughs> you going against guys like McLovin. McLovin would have been the second best player on your team, Reggie. Uh, hey, have fun. Please tell Kevin Harlan congratulations again for taking the uh, Sportscaster of the Year. I mean, for winning the Sportscaster of the Year. It's a great, a great honor by, uh, by him and uh, well-deserved. Theodore, you're the best. I love my Dan S. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you, Reg. Reggie will be on the call. Nuggets Warriors Thursday night. That uh, will be alongside Kevin Harlan and Allie LaForce. Take a break. Last call for phone calls right after this. If you're looking to add some excitement, make BetDSI.com your betting partner. Use BetDSI's live betting platform where you can watch all the events and even bet all the games until the final whistle. New members get a 100% bonus match using promo code DP101. That's double your money to start winning today. Why choose BetDSI? BetDSI has been paying winners for 20 years and is top rated on betting review sites. Use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash this week. BetDSI has a user-friendly interface and mobile site and has the fastest payouts in the industry. Simply play, win, and get paid. BetDSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on NFL, NBA, NHL, boxing, and all other major sports, politics, reality TV, esports, virtually everything. Try live betting at BetDSI, where you can bet on games from start to finish, every play, and every minute until the end. New members get a 100% bonus match using promo code DP101. That's double your money to start winning today. Once again, go to BetDSI and use promo code DP101 and get this limited time. 100% bonus offer to make some extra cash. It's only a game until you bet it. Bet DSI. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to 
a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Sneak a couple of phone calls in here. Got some more LSU numbers. LSU this season, most points in the AP poll era, 726. I don't know what that era is. Like, Do you know how far that goes back, McLovin? I mean, I mean that's that's quite a, quite a while. Because it used to be the Associated Press, like they would crown a national champion. Most wins ever by an SEC team, 15. First team to beat seven AP top 10 teams. First team to beat each of the top four teams in the AP preseason poll. And then you throw in Joe Burrow's numbers, and uh, you got a recipe for one of the great teams, certainly single-season teams that we've ever seen. Jim in Florida joins us now. Hi, Jim. What do you have for me today? Hi, Dan. First-time caller, long-time listener. Well, welcome, Jim. Hey, uh, I just wanted to correct, well, explain to McLovin. Early in the show, when the show first opened, he was baffled by why Joe Burrows was so bad last year, and now he's good this year. Well, I just wanted to point out that they have a new offensive coordinator from the New Orleans Saints, and they're running a whole new offensive scheme. All right, McLovin, would you like to respond to Jim in Florida? Well, it's Burrow, first of all, not Burrows. Second of all, I, I don't think Joe Brady's <laughs> the quarterback's coach and not the offensive coordinator. That's that Other than that, yeah. other than that, Jim, we appreciate your phone call. If you call to correct McLovin, but you not correct when you call to correct McLovin. Sorry, Jim. Trying to help you. I got to check that. Oh, yeah. Steve Ensminger, who was on camera the all night. He's the former uh, yeah. quarterback there. Right. He's the uh, OC. And I think Brady's got the title of quarterback coach. Yeah. I got to double check yes. that. Uh, Tony in Dayton, Ohio. Hey, Tony, what do you have? Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, I just want to talk to you about to uh, ask you kind of how do you feel with baseball, do what they're doing, the hypocrisy with the cheating. Is that why Pete Rose, is we felt that on gambling, on baseball, was because the fact is he could cheat, set lineups, pitching rotations. That was the whole complaint all those years. Now the Astros did basically cheated. Same thing, cheated. And we're just going to give him a pat on the back? Well, we're, let him walk? we're not giving anybody a pat on the back. I mean, they've got two guys who got fired after winning a World Series. I don't. I don't think we pat, gave him a pat on the back, but but Pete was betting on the games that he was managing, so he can manipulate the lineup. These guys were cheating by getting signs. You know, you still had to you know hit the ball. You know, all of those things that go into this. But yeah, I have no problem punishing the Astros as harshly as you want. You want to vacate the title? Vacate the title. I couldn't care less. You know, it's a wonderful season. Uh, A.J. Hinch, we've always enjoyed when we had him on the show, but that doesn't factor into this. If you think he's, you know, cheating, then all right, punish him. The AP poll goes back to 1936, so that's a long, long time. All right, yes, Paul. But P. Rose broke a rule that's posted in the clubhouse. There's not a rule posted in the clubhouse that says if not you yet. do this, you, you lose your job <laughs> and you're suspended for a year. Yeah. Maybe there will be. Not, not yet, but there probably will be. Uh, this day in sports history, Paul. A couple ironic uh, names. Lance Armstrong ran the final leg of the Olympic torch relay in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds signed a contract for $90 million for five years in 2002. Mm-hmm. And 
1954, Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio were married. That, that's got to be, I think that's the biggest sports marriage of all time, including Tommy and Giselle, as far as famousness. It's equal, too. Yeah. And uh, the marriage only lasted nine months, Dan says. Yeah. Did you have a question on the who? Yeah, we were discussing, because they're British, right? All the guys in the who are British? I believe. And they speak the, the king's English properly? If they were named that. the whom, would they have been quite as big of a band? If there was yeah. the whom. Yeah. See, like Seton. Whom are you? Whom, 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 whom. But, I really want to. But Led Zeppelin, <laughs> Led Zeppelin was LED. I'm not really sure, by the way, that it matters that it's like the, they're English or anything. <laughs> King's English. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the bit. It sounded good, though. But the whom, I don't think, is taken off. Whom, whom. I'm whom, Roger Daltrey, whom. the whom. Uh, I think it, it only matters if you put out good music. I, I don't know. How many bands are lifted up because they're the band sounds cool, or there's the a music's band, not that good, or there's a band a couple of years earlier called The Whom and they tanked, mm. and The Who said, you know, we're not going that direction. But it's like the Beatles. You didn't even you didn't you didn't spell it B E E T L E S. It's a pretty dumb name. Yeah, when you think about it, the Beatles. So it's like beat, like on the beat. Is that what the they spelled it? Maybe that way? I have no idea. I have no idea. I just saw that movie where the Beatles didn't exist yesterday. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm obsessed with that now. Uh, so good. I got to see it. I get, it got bad reviews. Some of the reviews I was uh, – and that's a TV uh, – that's an airplane movie. And it's a, it's a nice movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's not – I saw the one on Springsteen where the, uh, the, the boy who's in, I don't know, Pakistan or India, and he's a Springsteen fanatic. Wait. Right, he's in England, right? That's what blinded right. by the light. Yeah, blinded. That's it. I, I actually like Jeffrey a little bit better. I I know what you mean about the bad reviews, but they're both similar. Todd, what did you learn today? Rick Neuheisel says Nick Saban's wardrobe person, not afraid to take chances. Coach going bright blue sport jacket on the set last night. McLovin. Jimmy Johnson says people still don't really understand the Herschel Walker trade. That was fascinating. Seton O'Connor. Reggie Miller, a big whom fan. <laughs> Paulie. Whom are you? What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. Go to LegalZoom.com today under the promo code Patrick at checkout for a special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick, LegalZoom, where life meets legal. We'll talk to uh, Dan Wetzel tomorrow. There's a documentary out on Aaron Hernandez. Very explosive. Have that for you. See you then. Hey, what's happening, man? It's Tip T.I. Harris. Come check me out, man. Join me on my new podcast called Expeditionally. Exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, every week I'm going to be talking to people who move the culture forward, who are shaping and changing the world in their own way. You're going to hear some shit that will change your life and move the needle in your world. Expeditionally is exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, what I need you to do is download and subscribe to Expeditionally with a new episode dropping every Thursday. Do it expeditiously. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.